Hi, this is Michael Munshaw, artist on Marvel Masterpieces and Marvel Premiere Cards. You're listening to the two hippest dudes in the sketch card industry, Ian Taylor and Norn Rad, on the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast. Recording in progress. Recording in progress. Ah, ah, senor, I see you. I'm recording. You see me recording? Mm. Hello. Oh, you see me recording? I see you recording. I know oh. that you're recording because I can smell your whiskers. Hello, wow, everybody. Wow, that's pretty good. That's like <laughs> Billy Crystal. That's good. That's good. <laughs> My name is not Billy Crystal. My name is Ian Taylor, and you're listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast, that hard-hitting, journalistic, nail-biting, <laughs> pile-driving podcast that isn't like a Diane Sawyer fluff piece at all. No, no, no. Um, I've no idea what I'm talking about now. Um, reality is bleeding into fantasy in front of your very ears, people. Anyway, we are your weekly digest of hobby goodness, and that's what we're intended to be. We're not a hard talk. We're soft and warm and cuddly. Roll us over and tickle our tummies. Anyway, it's brought to you by the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. Whoever those three and a half thousand people are, yes, that's how many people are in the groups. An awesome community of card collectors and creators. I'm going really off piece with this one. I'm on. I love it. You can find our two groups on Facebook. Yes, those are the ones I was just talking about. Details of which to end this podcast in my pre-recorded shizzle that you probably fast forward through, which is why I always put little Easter eggs at the end of most episodes so that you actually maybe listen to it. With me, as always, is my co-pilot in all things Marvel cards. When he drinks hot tea, he becomes the silver slurper. <laughs> Oh, that's disgusting. It's Norrin. <laughs> oh, that's gross. Norrin Rad. What do you mean? This is gross. That's when, a little... That's, when I did that to you beforehand, you sound, said, yeah. you rolled on your back and said, oh, it makes me funny. Go away. Which is always worth repeating. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what I did. I can't even deny it. It was, it was that real for me. Welcome. Welcome. It's another week. It's another week in the glorious, glorious, glorious world of Marvel trading cards. Glorious world of Marvel trading cards. He says through gritted teeth. I don't know why I'm being gritted teeth actually this week. I, I won't lie to you. I've had a, I've had a great week in terms of trades and purchases. Oh, nice. But I'm a bit of a miserable sod this weekend. But I'll come on to that. Um, can I show you something nice first? I would hope I so. I think I showed you this on. Um, uh, uh, the the chatty chatty watty poo poos last night, uh, but I'm going chatty, to bring it up on my poo-poos. chatty watty. No, oh, it's all I can think of to call it in the in the, in the heat of the moment. Um, let me view my collection in the heat of the moment. And they call it puppy love. I don't know what's going on anymore on this podcast. Um, oh, anyway. look at your annual. You, look my, at yeah, your annual. It's all digital, digital based, that is, but I need to trade it off. Anyway, oh, um, cool. did I show you this fine, fine, fine sketch? Yes, you did. Your Al Milgram. Hello. So, so. Killed it. Now, no, Al Milgram. Killed it. Al Milgram, as many as who is 72 years old now, is a, is a writer and artist, um, I think Inca, and I think he does his own, obviously does his own penciling as well, um, from the Marvel days of yore, who isn't credited as a co-creator on Black Cat, but he was on her first issue. 
So the official co-creators are listed as um, Keith Pollard and... Oh, good grief. I can't remember the writer of the issue. I've just had a mental brain block. Anyway, but Keith Pollard, I think, was the main artist and, and Al Milgram inked that issue. So, But in my head, Al Milgram is one of the co-creators, whether he's yeah, credited with or not, you know, because that was the first comic she was in. Um, and he does sketches for um, Upper Deck sets. And um, I've never I've never had one of his. Um, and I didn't know if he'd ever done a black cat. But, of course, for me, Black Cat, Al Milgram, perfect. Stars Align. Action. Marvel Annual 2021 was released on APAC. And, boy, was that a feeding frenzy. Yeah, Marvel Annual. I can't – I mean, it was, a, it was coming off from a huge dry spell. I know. And I well, think people we're were talk like, about it. We're going yeah, to talk about yeah, it yeah, in a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think this, I mean, I love the sketch. Absolutely love the sketch. So, I think it's beautiful. So anyway, long story short, someone pulled, uh, someone that we know and that I've dealt with before and he's in the group and we've traded and he's a fair trader. He's a um, decent guy. Um, and he pulled this and I reached out to him and said, look, I've got these sketches tucked away because I'm saving up some sketches for, for Spidey Metal. He said, I don't, don't really like any of those. And I was like, okay. And then uh, a friend of mine, opened up his sketches and said, look, see if he wants one of mine, you know, just to, just to make this happen. And he looked at those and he didn't fancy those. I said, all right, do you want to, do you want to sell it? He's like, yeah, cool. So I said, right. How's about this much? And knowing I was overpaying from what Milgram sketches are out there in the market for. And he was like, yeah, sure. So I sent him the money. He sent me the sketch on EPAC. That's the way to do it, man. And I I have uh, this for me. All right. It ain't the best black cat sketch that's ever been created. I have but... to be honest. Before we say that, I've seen a lot of Al Milgram sketches. Yes, he's lovely. He's, he's, he's older. Echelon. Yes, he puts a lot of story and a lot of work into his sketches, and mm. they're all beautiful. However, I will say this: I don't know if I've seen many portraits, mm. and I'll be honest. Most of his full figure or three fourth bodies, yeah, you know, yeah. they look a little choppy. He's an older yeah. man. They're they're pretty much there as legacy yeah. uh, sketch cards, which I love yeah. more than every other sketch card. Yeah, but yeah, this yeah. close up has the eyes like you like it. Headshot, headshot. Nice the markers smile. on point. The, the inking look right. I mean, honestly, I think it's actually the nicest Al Milgram. Like one of like That's probably I mean. top yeah. ten. Yeah. Top five. It's in, his top, it's in his top head. That's the thing. I think I think that that's what a lot of people let's let's be honest. We, we, a lot of people occasionally have a grumble over um sketch um card quality. Uh, but when you look at the standard of sketch cards, I think we're spoiled because you know there's a lot of really, really, really high-end work going into sketch cards. You know, people are sweating blood getting some of these sketch cards out there. Losing eyesight. Um, and losing eyesight and, yeah, getting carpal tunnel and all that sort of stuff uh, for not much money against strict deadlines. So what the, the fact that we get what we get is 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 amazing. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, and so, you know, Al's still cranking these out at age 72. Um, and I, one would hope he's on a better rate than, you know, given his history that he's on a better rate, but maybe he's not. Maybe he's just doing it for the same as everyone else. Um, but yeah, uh, hats off to you, Mr. Milgram, because I now own a sketch by you of Black Cat. 
And if he'd done a sketch of Black Cat and it had gone on eBay on a comic cover or something like that, I'd have paid four times more. Oh, for sure. So I love it, man. I love sketch cards by the actual creators. I'm just, I'm of just, characters. I'm just, yeah, I'm just there. I'm, yeah, this is for me. This is, this will never leave me. This is a centerpiece of my collection. I agree. It's just uh, gorgeous. And I don't buy many sketches these days, a black cat. Um, yeah, that's so. right. Yeah, I'm going to be in the same boat as you. I won't be buying many surfer sketches when he comes out. Yeah. Yeah. I love so, it, man. I really do like it's it. It's really good. It's really, I mean, nah. look at it. Nice signature. Oh, it's a great signature too, it right is. where it's supposed to be. I've just realized something. What? You know what my criteria for collecting black cat cards is? The eyes. No. When any black cat cards where she features on the card. Oh, look at her. Yeah, I see her on the back. She's there. on the back of the printed, she's in the printed border on the back of That's the sketch card. Cool. Which That's means cool. that in theory, every single Marvel annual sketch card is fair game for my black cat PC. Oh, you're scary. Oh, boy. Oh. Yeah, I'm not, I ain't going to do that. Um, <laughs> but, um, but no, I'm, 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 I feel, I feel blessed to own that. So thank it's a beautiful you sketch. Um, to um, that person um, for making that happen for me. But a kind of in terms of annual, I'm absolutely singing with it. Um, let me just show you what I've got tucked away. Uh, That's pretty cool. Set. I have got the foil Whoa. hologram. I've got the hologram hologram, which is number to 21. I've got the foreboard hologram number to 49. I have the fractal, which was 10 digital base to combine. I also have two plates. That's impressive. Of the three that pop. Same color too. Yeah. One of them's from the hologram. One of them's from variant cover. There was one from the base, I think. Um, And the guy that I was talking to about that, someone overpaid basically and he didn't give me a chance to counter because if I'd have pulled in resources from other people I would have been able to counter and match it but he didn't think I could because he could only see what he could see on my pack uh, um, so you know it is what it is but you know I'm, I'm happy with that um, plus that Milgram sketch yeah I mean that's that's more than enough of a rainbow I mean what yeah, else yeah. would you oh, need I'm happy with that. I mean listen I've got the physical base in hand I've got the variant cover parallel in hand uh, I've now got the fractal on EPAC. I've got the foil board to 49 on EPAC. I've got the hologram to 21 on EPAC. And I've got two plates. Done. Kind of, you know, that's it. Done. So, what else you know, are you going to do? So, you know, it was, uh, and it was, it was a fun little product to, to open. It was decent priced as well this year, $6.99. Um, and uh, you didn't get a huge number of cards in a pack. I think it was five, I want to say. Um, but yeah, um, and people went for it. Now, it sold out in, let's think, when did it go on? When did it go on EPAC? Was it Wednesday or the Thursday? You know, remember. I, is it Wednesday? I thought it was I Wednesday. That might be look, wrong. Let me have a look in my emails because I'll have the email from ah, um, the perfect that tell me when um, Marvel Annual is due to drop on EPAC. Uh, and it was announced, bear with me, hold the line caller. Holding. It was 6th of April, which was a Wednesday, and it sold out the following Monday night stroke Tuesday morning, so early EST, late 
yeah so if i go by eastern standard time which i tend to do when i think about it because i'm i can't cope with too many other time zones but est is a good one it was probably late in the evening on monday the 11th of april or early in the morning tuesday 12th of april so it lasted one whole day two whole day three whole days four whole days five it lasted five and a half days Not I don't think bad. anybody thought that would happen. Not too bad. Well, that's the thing. Now, I uh, this is kind of something I wanted to talk about this week because I, I read it and I was like, you know, when you read a post and you're like, really? Oh, really? yeah. Really? That's like um, the whole happens reason a lot. Stop happens a lot. On Facebook. Um, <laughs> so, um, and I read this post and I was like, and, and, and a couple of the comments said, <laughs> uh, we're very fair you know no new products no new products people spend money on um, it's clear there's not a demand for new products but there haven't been any new releases okay, yep. which is fair I think that's true very true um, and um, market is on the move 100% no shame in it okay no no shame in that whatsoever no shame and uh, someone else just just proclaimed this is just the beginning welcome to the new world now I've, I've no issue with the person that said that so i'm, I'm not going to name them but um my i i just want to just pump the brakes a little bit here rather than pump the cards i'm going to pump the brakes because what you've got to remember is that a annual last year wasn't too much longer than that i mean it was it was longer than five and a half days but it was a couple of weeks i think it wasn't too long um too long. there's an awful lot of physical product still out there for marvel angle 2021 Yes, you can get it. You can you can get it. So then think about the fact that last year Pack Wars sold out before I think before um, Upper Deck had planned for it too, because you know they have those weekly achievements, and we yeah. know annual the year before ended before they planned to because the last few achievement cards. In fact, people were kind of stuck not having gotten the last achievement card for the weekly leaderboard things in Pack Wars, yep. which happened last year as well. So I think. There's a couple of things before you kind of pr- proudly proclaim, "Oh yes, the hobby is the hobby is is back. It's better, baby." Well, a it never went anywhere. B, um, yeah, of course I'm happy with it, but this doesn't. <laughs> of course, we're in a brave new world, of Marvel gods. You, yeah, this is what we've been talking about. Nothing else for the past year, but yep. and people were thirsty for it, and it was a good price point because there's not much Marvel product left on APAC. So all of this is true, but it's a combination of things. But the thing that people don't seem to <laughs> is that there was probably not a massive percentage of it made available of the entire product run because you've got some already out there in physical that's still out there. You can still get it. Um, And they'll have had some for this. But I guarantee they'll have probably held the same, if not more, back than they did last couple of years for EPAC. Sorry, for Pack Wars. Yeah, Pack Wars. And Pack Wars is coming. And Pack Wars will be absolutely bonkers. So all it means is that it's just they're just gradually releasing inventory in small bursts, which is exactly the same as all sorts of online retailers do, including yep. people like Dave and Adams and that, where they put them on sale for a little bit, they stop it, they raise the price, they put it back on sale. You know, you control demand to the market in short bursts. Mm-hmm. Not too dissimilar from that. No. In my opinion. Anyway, I just thought I'd, I'd, I'd talk about it because maybe, maybe I'm missing something, but am I, am I wrong? I think, I don't think you're wrong at all. I think 
look, I think the truth is a lot of people have, how can I say Like they have things that they want to see do well. And I think people need to sometimes hype things up in order to feel comfortable about paying prices that they're, you know, trying to find reasons to pay for. Um, I think that's what's happening with, with a lot of these cards and a lot of annual and a lot of Mm. people making these giant claims about Marvel cards, you know, doing well and all this other stuff. You know, I, I think personally that there's, you know, a lot of things going on right now that people need to be aware of, like, you know, people are, you know, doing things with the market and not always obviously, and not, you know, the whole time, but there are things happening logically with the market where people are putting, you know, auctions up or, you know, flooding the market or trying to basically, you know, control certain aspects of things because they bought into certain products and to certain inserts. And I think a lot of people right now are trying to keep price points up. You know, when I talk to people who are in the sports card world or even the Pokemon card world, they all say, this is just par for the course. You know what I mean? This is just, you know, they found your hobby and this is what they're doing to it. You know, you can see the very beginnings of this happening in star Wars right now. Mm. Um, You know, so it's, here's, here's the thing that bothers me a lot about all these discussions. And this is kind of where my stance is. Am I happy the thing I collect has monetary value to people who don't need, well, I guess everyone needs money, but you know what I mean? Who, do, who, who, who can spend at a more frivolous rate than maybe More disposable income. Yeah, yeah. Disposable income. I, yes, of course. Yes, I'm happy with that. I, it'd be a bold-faced lie if I said I wasn't. Mm. However, the other issue to this is that I think you have hobbyists, and then I think you have a modern-day collector. And those two people are very different. And I think that's the biggest issue and biggest conflict we're seeing right now. So when things happen like the golden auctions and cards are selling for less and everyone's running to say, I knew it. Marvel's hyped. It's pumped. And that's the, that's the other thing I was going to touch on, but carry on. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like, I think, I think people are very excited to say things like that. Mm. Um, You know, probably for the most part, because they're upset that they're not going to be able to buy in or they're upset that their cards are not expensive, or they're just upset that the landscape of the hobby has changed. But I want to say this on record before we get back into this post. What was what's happening now with people buying cards at the rate that they're buying them, hoarding them, keeping them. And yeah, I put hoarding out there. Keeping I you a, said whoring, but <laughs> I mean, we could, let's do whoring. I'll do whoring. Uh, people who are keeping insert numbers and, and doubles of cards and all this stuff, there's nothing wrong with that. Stack it. However, the thing that's happening now on this bigger scale of people selling is the same thing that was happening in the hobby pre all of this stuff. Mm. You can't say that's not true. It'd be completely unfair. And I'm not defending anybody, but I am saying that when you have collectors and you have people who collect things, they collect them. Hmm. And that collecting is however they choose to do it. And that most of the time will negate cards from being handed off to certain collectors, to certain people being in the public eye 
and so forth. And I think right now the annual hostility of being like, it's super expensive selling things really high is just an aspect of that world just coming out in some other way. I mean, it's going to get really weird when Spider-Man comes out because that's oh. the hype right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, so it's almost, it's crazy. It almost feels like it's going to be worse because of the longer it's taking. Because Oh, it's got all the anticipation. The it's bad. Patient yeah. is terrible. Um, uh, yeah, I just, and that's the other interesting thing. I mean, I, I haven't been spending a lot of time on, on, on Instagram looking at the content because quite often I see a lot of the content, but I don't spend a lot of the time following the auctions that happen uh, on eBay or anywhere else, to be honest with you. Not, not that fast. I just focus on going after the cards I'm after. Um, but Smart. a lot of people pay attention to things like Golden and their auction. There's apparently loads, some lots of cards went this week, but they went for lower than the last time stuff like that went up for sale and yep. people were saying oh that's it the bubbles burst and all this sort of stuff and i saw this content like commentary about it and i was like i don't really understand enough about what's happened there to be able to talk about it but it felt it, it happened around the same time as marvel annual selling out and i just thought it was odd that you had these different signals coming from different places you know some people were kind of saying oh marvel annuals going you know gone really quickly you know that brave new world here we go hang on to your pants lads and then on the other hand people are going oh those auctions didn't go as well as everyone thought well maybe that's it maybe the party's over i, I don't understand the two messages because you weird. can't have you had the same day on different happening. you had to say you had them the same day on different social network channels it was really i know weird. i know and i think that's the part that's like so upsetting is that Everyone wants to be the first to say something about these narratives <laughs> and to claim certain things. And I think what makes me so sad about all this is that we are in this stage where it's like first one there to say something wins the game. And I, I think maybe the real trick of this should be, you know, hey, the market's doing what it's doing. Who cares? Mm -hmm. Let's collect cards, hang out with each other. And, you know, honestly, like we've said before, just be sure to hang out with the people who are collecting the same way you would like people collecting. That way yeah. there's no, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, I completely, yeah. Yeah, I completely hear that. Yeah. I mean, it's like we've always kind of, <sighs> I guess we've always kind of steered away from that kind of whole market commentary thing because there's plenty of people doing it. And also it's not something I find interesting to listen to myself uh, personally, just you know, just me, it's not content. I it's just not your thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. We just enjoy just talking about cards and where we can do talking about talking to and about right. the people who make the cards and just trying to get an insight into the industry behind the cards. You know, we're never, yes. never we've never been out to be, um, you know, gumshoe detectives finding out the gossip about things. Or, you know, we'll, we'll quite happily talk to anyone who wants to talk about cards, as <laughs> as has been proven by episode 69, if nothing else. Um, yep. So, um but I do, I do, I just find it fascinating at the moment. There's so many, oh, I can feel myself deflating as we're talking about it, which is great. So thank you, my friend. Um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I've just found, I just find it so confusing because you just get bombarded with so many different messages and, 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 and so much different rhetoric from different people with different vested interests on social yeah. media. And I'm just kind of like at a point where I'm like, oh, just enough. 
just mm-hmm. stop. Let's just it's just it's just let's just hang out and just talk about cards. Which is why your convention experience sounded like such a breath of fresh air recently. It oh, really I was. Can't wait. I can't wait to do something like that. We're gonna have a blast. Oh. I mean, it really was. That was that was a crazy it's just so different when it's in person because mm. no one talks about like these stupid internet arguments that people are just up late mm. at night bored. Mm or rub the wrong way or, you know, read something yeah. more harshly than what it is. And maybe it is. And they're just like, well, I need to say something today. Yeah. And I've been there. I'm not, not critiquing anybody because yeah, I've been yeah, there, yeah, yeah. but yeah, it's just a different conversation when you're in person, because it's just like, you know, I enjoy these cards. You enjoy these cards. Yeah. Let's talk about how cool they are. And that's mm. it. I know. You know what I mean? That's, that's why I want to start message. off with that, that cool sketch. Um, and, and showing you that because that that's yeah. a major yeah, win for me. Um, but listen, yeah. I'm 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 thrilled that annual went really well for people. I'm thrilled that people dug it. Um, people seem to have have lost their marbles slightly over the holograms being numbered, um, which I think I think I I would be wary of. Some people priced them astronomically, and perfectly their right to do so. Whether they sold at those prices, I I really don't know. I think. Um, I think yeah, just 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 be careful about about the shiny new thing that that's 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 numbered. It might, you know, it might be that in this market you think, oh yeah, that's a free five seven hundred dollar card. But will it still be a free five seven hundred dollar card a year down the line, eighteen months down the line? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too I'm not sure. sure. I, I mean, it will who's be. to know? Who's to know? I mean, I guess, I guess these kind of conversations have been happening in stocks and shares markets for for decades, and I just don't know really how that works. It might be very basic economics, um, but but yeah, that seems to be the driving thing for people. Uh, people also went nuts over the battle booklets. Oh yeah, that's right, the um, battle booklets. Battle booklets, and there were some absolutely banging ones coming out. I mean, fortunately, Black Cat hasn't been in any of those, so I'm, I'm mercifully uh, pleased with. Oh, them. that's I nice. Think, I think I'd be like a free-legged dog in a forest if that was the case. But <laughs> but but given that it's printed like sketch dog, it has to be a pretty major character with a pretty legendary like combat ratio with another major character. Yeah, I, I don't think you could do that for Black Cat. I don't think you could really do it with Silver Surfer. Could you? Hey hey hey. Well, why, why are you bringing stuff up like that? No, but What's what I'm problem? saying is that they're lovers, not fighters. <laughs> so, you know, I never did Black Cat versus Silver Surfer. I mean, seriously, serious question now, and I don't know the answer to this, and I don't expect you to either. Has Silver Surfer and Black Cat ever been a comic together and interacted? You know what? I know he was in Spider-Man a few times. Um, I know he was with Carnage and Venom. but I can Black imagine Cat. that would be an interesting conversation. That would be an interesting she'd give conversation. Because she'd him some sass, and I'm not sure how Surfer deals with sass. Surfer's, Surfer's nice with sass. He doesn't sass. He doesn't strike yeah, yeah. as a sassy guy, but then again, I've not met as much as you, so maybe I'm I'm just... Sur- uh, Surfer's very introspective Okay, yeah. type of character. You know what yeah. I mean? can be funny, but kind of like straight man funny, not necessarily okay. like Deadpool All right. funny. All right. Okay. Yeah. Good so work. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good work. Good work. Trying to anyway. think who they paired Surfer with. That was a, that was a good comparison. They've had Deadpool and Surfer together. That was weird and funny. Spider Man Surfer is actually really funny. Yeah, I bet Moon Knight and Surfer would be quite interesting. That'd be a lot of different conversations. That'd be a lot. <laughs> see, I I keep seeing comic panels from Moon Knight issues that just crack me up. I think I saw one the other day where Spidey's talking to someone. He goes, "Hey, Mark." And he goes, "It's uh, Stephen or something like Stephen." Yeah, and, that's and, right. he go, and he goes, "Stephen, I want to say." Sorry, Justin now. Justin. <laughs> yeah. and, and then Moon Knight, the next response is back to Mark. 
<laughs> it's just like all his responses are that he's not the person you think I'm talking to because he's I love it. that quickly. It just really made me laugh. I can't remember where I saw it. Someone posted it on Instagram. I saw it too. It's really great. Um, but uh, but yeah, that made me laugh. Um, but but no, annual. Um, uh, and I I actually got traded a bow booklet, um, which I managed to then I was going to keep it, but um, I managed to or rather I decided this guy. Um, who was after them, and he had some Spider-Man Homecoming auto booklets I needed, so I, I, nice. I, I sent him off with three of those and accepted. So, um, and it was a perfectly fair and balanced trade. So I'm happy with that. Um, but um, but yeah, it's come, it's gone, and it will be back. That's the thing. Just because oh, yeah. it's sold out in its first um, iteration doesn't mean to say it won't be back. And at Pack Wars, they usually like to run for a few weeks, so I think people have more than enough, you know. Of a of a stab at playing it, um, and of course those weekly leaderboards will be bonkers. They are going to be um, bonkers because um, I think sometimes they do sketches for them if you're in the top five. Um, but last year, do you remember they did different numbered character cards if you're in the top one to twenty one? It was really weird numbering as well. It was like if you're I remember in the top people. one to twenty one, then you if you're in twenty two to. 50 and then it was really strange you had like four within the top 100 there was this thing of like people like i remember them being i remember people being kind of upset um about how um they kind of uh did them um right because there was one pack yeah. wars that you guys were all talking about and really loving that and was then, 18 then, and 19 pack wars, which was great because everyone in the top 100 that week would get a numbered card, one to 100. I've still got mine here. Um, and I managed to get the full set of all f- uh, 13 weeks, I think. I think they planned uh, to have it run for longer. Um, and I was lucky to get that last one, which I think was Spidey, actually, because not all of them got issued because they ran out of pack wars like three days into the seven-day week or something crazy like that. I, I can't remember the details now. Pack Wars 1819 was a joyous experience. It was fun to play. Last year, on the other hand, was was like dental work without without uh, anesthetic. But, you know, and I've spoken about this before. Um, the the site hadn't had the pack walls on it since it had been upgraded. Um, it was slow. They'd put the price up as well. Uh, the win ratio didn't feel as as positive. Um, and yeah, it just this wasn't enjoyable at all. And I bailed very quickly into it so that's what um, i keep hearing so i'm hoping this year at the very least the ux will be smoother for it um and that and that it's a, a more pleasant experience to do it but that's when you know a lot of the rest of the plates will come up that's when the rest of these numbered hollows should come up there'll be a pack wars there'll probably be if they do it true to form there'll be a digital card that you'll get like a victor parallel or something like that yeah and then you'll be able to combine five of those from the same character to get a physical pack wars variant Interesting. um which um which was the case last year at least so um so yeah i'm and yeah and yeah and in 2018 19 you got a gold digital card and then you combine five of those to get a red border parallel but with annual 18 and 19 of course that red border was shiny foil and they're gorgeous really people that's a real undiscovered not numbered but not many of them out there i mean that's kind of nice yeah that's the thing the red and that's the thing about that i find interesting about the fact that numbered cards that numbered cards are great and they'll hold value if you're in it for the investing side of things and if right all that but there's so many undiscovered gems out there that aren't numbered 
you know. There are there. There's a lot of stuff out there. I feel like Beginnings is going to do something kind of interesting. Beginnings will, yeah. Beginnings will well, because you have all those variants and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Beginnings so I'm will. interested to see how they. Uh, you know what I mean? How yeah. that goes? Yeah. Um, now this is the first time we've recorded since the episode with Grant Sangground. At least the first one dropped. Um, and boy, the feedback from that was amazing. Uh, yeah, people, people really dug it. Love it. Um, so thank you. And it's in fact, I think it's probably one of our highest listened to episodes ever, um, aside from yeah, possibly Boris. I Jr. mean, there were like some really yeah. amazing things being talked about in that episode, yeah. and it was great. And you know, it was it was um, it was great for Upper Deck to come on and share that with us exclusively. Um, some of those details haven't been released in the public domain. Um, so thank you, Grant, and thank you for Upper Deck for doing that. I don't believe they do that for any other medium. Um, or any other content platform. So we are blessed that they, they chose to very lucky with us. Um, very but lucky. Um, someone raised a very interesting, um, uh, there was a, a kind of a, a wet appetite post. Not a wet anything else post, Norm, before you get rude. That's gross. Like. But go um, on. Uh, so I just wanted to touch on this. I thought it was interesting. We're, we are going to speak to Grant again. Like tomorrow, yeah, baby. Um, as we as we record this, um, after listening to last week's podcast, I was thinking: if the Spider-Man metal set is going to be available in retail blasters, does that mean they're producing a lot more product than all these other recent sets? Will the supply actually come closer to demand? Will it be easier to get your hands on some, or will they suffer the same fate as most Target, Walmart cards and get swiped by the employees or the flippers that get to the store at five a.m. to clear the shelves? Curious on everyone's thoughts. As a Spidey collector, I was really looking forward to this set, but once I saw the hobby box pricing, I didn't think I'd be able to afford boxes. It would be cool to be able to grab a blaster at Target here and there, even if the chase cards are rarer. There's lots to unpack there. There's tons to unpack um, there. I mean, there's, I mean... <sighs> Listen, so, I, 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 I'm, I'm just going to start off by saying I'm please. absolutely bloody thrilled that they are going this route and putting products oh, yeah. as retail blasters out there rather than this, you know, because obviously they've got the direct-to-consumer platform, which is EPAC, but the fact that they literally like, almost punt off all of their physical product to distributors and then it's almost almost like not our problem and they can do what they want with it, I, I, I still don't quite get that. I don't understand it for, the, for whatever business reasons they do it, and I actually don't think it's very good for the customer at the end of the day. But that's not what this conversation is. So I'm, right. I'm, I'm thrilled that they're doing those retail blasters. Another thing I'm thrilled about is that I actually quite like ha having collecting different packaging from the different versions of the product. I think that's, that's going to be fun. I'm excited to see cool. it everywhere. Yeah. yeah. That's the I, thing I'm really excited about. Well, well, that's the thing. It's a valid point because you remember Walmart and Target started stocking only on certain days of the week back in the you know, two years ago when the pandemic hit and the popularity went up. Do you remember that? Yeah, I and do. And then people would go in there, and I remember my Instagram feed was flooded with content and my Twitter feed, actually. Um, a lot on Twitter, actually, a lot from the sports area because I tend to there tend to be a lot more sports um, cards collectors on Twitter. Um, hmm. Filming empty shelves, filming what was left, um, filming people getting there and picking up stuff and grabbing armfuls of it. And, you know, I don't think purchase limits worked. And in the end, I think some of them chose to stop stocking stuff altogether. I can't remember one of the chains because someone got shot yeah. in the car park. Yeah, Who I think that was the target or something. So, ridiculous. So I'm kind of hoping that doesn't happen because I don't want to get a bullet for, for buying a box of spiking <laughs> metal that someone wanted to flip on eBay. But <laughs> I think it's great. And, you know, 
I think they would, you know, if it's not a numbered product, I don't see why you wouldn't print more. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm interested to see, I really just, I wouldn't want them to, yeah, maybe it doesn't matter. I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, if it doesn't have a number and people are excited to buy it and check it out, mm. they may buy it. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the end of it. You know, there was some kind of post somewhere about people say pulling out, pull out a Marvel, you know, sell whatever, all this kind of stupid stuff. Just it, they didn't even say that. They were just like, you know, trying to fish for people commenting type of thing on Facebook. <laughs> and I just basically posted. I was just like, I was here before they got expensive. I'll be here after. Yeah. Like it just yeah. doesn't matter. Like, and, and I hope that people get to see Marvel cards and enjoy them. And if that means like the ones that are not numbered being yeah. produced in these retail shops, then that's exciting. And look, they do yeah. it with star Wars. You know what I mean? And there's tons of numbered product. Like I know they people do who both. Are, there's numbered mixed in with the unnumbered. Well, that's like even in blaster thing. boxes. Yeah. 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 They would but have like, there's numbered stuff that's exclusive to the blaster boxes, which sounds from what Grant was saying is like what is what they're going to do here. I don't know if yeah, that's numbered that's stuff. That, yeah. that's I feel like that's what he was blasters, saying. But there will be inserts that are or or variants or parallels that are exclusive to the blasters. Um, yeah. And I, I I love that because at the end of the day, this product isn't going to be all numbered. It's not like a black diamond or a masterpiece is where pretty much right. 90% of the set is, is numbered. Um, it, it will have the PMGs in there and they'll be numbered. But I don't think from what Grant told us in the solicitations that anything else is going to have that hard numbering, which means, that, you know, in theory, they could just overprint it and just make those those numbered inserts just a little bit more spread out in terms of the odds, which would, yeah. which would make more sense to me because it would enable more people to enjoy and actually, you know, those people who do want to collect the set, the opportunity to do so. Perhaps I think people will be able to pick and choose, which is something we've always talked about. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And people will have, will have the ability to, you know, kind of enjoy the cards and, and pick them up and all this kind of good stuff. And you know what I mean? They'll, they'll be able to make those decisions Yeah, and collect it in their own way, collect it in their own way. And if, yeah. if that's the case, that's the case. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going, you know, when I go over to um, Boston in the summer, you know, I'm in August. I, I would love to be able to go to a Target, and I know it's going to sound really sad to all you American people, but I'm really looking forward to going to a Target. <laughs> I mean. You did when you don't there. have it. We, we don't have them over here. So, you yeah. know, it's like, you know, in the same way as when I lived in London, I lived in London for two decades. Only once did I go and watch the changing of the guard at Buck House, Buckingham Palace, as you, as you guys call it. Because um, it's, it's there. I, I don't know why we started talking about that. Anyway. Uh, no, but I think, I mean, I, I, that makes sense to me. <laughs> um, but um uh, one one person one person comes straight away i'd love to be able to at least order a single f***ing box <laughs> uh, yeah, i suppose um but yeah i thought it was a really interesting post it was a really, a really interesting point um i mean i don't think we'll see it until about well grant said early summer so for me i mean summer is officially june july august is is meteorological summer um so maybe june 
I hope so. I hope I hope it needs it needs to be sooner than later, in my opinion. Yeah. Only um, so people, you know, people have a lot of money tied up with these pre-orders. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. I feel for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but I think it's gonna be worth waiting for based on what we've heard. So, oh, uh, I mean that's yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm really, to say the least, yeah. man. I'm really, I'm really I really find it interesting. Um I, I'm gonna do another little mailbag piece if that's all right. Because I love it. Um um, I love, love, love that people are now, partly because we've asked them to, um, although not everyone does, um, do an introduction post when they come into the group. Yeah, um, I know. That's been, been really cool. cool. Cool stories. And I love the fact that it's kind of almost restored a little bit of balance in that people are introducing themselves. People are kind of starting to kind of comment back and there's you know relationships and people are coming in and introducing themselves and it turns out that they were on scoundrel 10 years ago and other people are going oh wow it's you and then they're hitting each other up on dm so you know it's having a real positive um uh, result um for the most part um anyway i think so this guy this guy is is great hello everybody this is justin petit uh petite. petite uh with two or is it pellet hang on let me let me zoom in my, my screen no it's petit uh with with four t's in his surname um hello everybody i'm justin i just got into marvel cards i never really collected cards or even paid attention to them unfortunately but i'm having some serious fomo and i'm bummed i never knew about marvel cards well welcome <laughs> to the club um <laughs> welcome to the party pal as Bruce ah uh, yes yeah. die hard action um anyway been listening you be gay mother um, okay. I've, I've been listening to the Marvel podcast every day at work. Thank you. Um, I really enjoy the podcast. Thank you again. I'm just here to admire some cool cards from a distance. I'm a Mystique fan. I, w- I wouldn't be mad if everyone oh. showed some cool Mystique card sketches. Only jealous. And then 67 comments of people showing him cool Mystique cards. What's not that. to like about that? What's not to like? I love that. I, that uh, always makes me so happy when people so, do that. So, Justin, welcome. I'm thrilled to have you with us. Um, and um, uh, what else? There was another really cool post, um, if I can find them, because I saved them now. I've got I've got a little thing on my um, Facebook called um, oh, nice. To Talk About. You know, when you can save things into collections and folders to talk yeah. about. Um, so, so yes, that was, um, and I wanted to, there's another bit of feedback from Grant's episode that I wanted to read out. Um, <laughs> there's so many people posting, uh, gifts going, Oh my days. Oh my God. <laughs> um, um, I was all smiles while listening today. Can't wait for Muslim. Um, um, it's always good stuff when Grant is on the show uh, Bobby Gader this was probably the episode with the most bombs dropped was just glorious to listen to um, Jason Markinay as heard on episode can't remember um, lots of stuff to look forward to I'm most excited that there will be blaster box options for the products which is exactly what we were just talking about yeah so yes um, lots and lots and lots of cool stuff in amongst all the slightly gritty stuff that we've talked about um we're going to open a pack in a minute in a minute my friend oh damn all but, right this is a jam-packed um, episode but, yeah well you know we're going to squeeze them in we're going to leave them wanting more uh, which is exactly <laughs> my approach to dating or it used to be oh, back in the day um i 
<laughs> no, ma'am, no. No, ma'am, no. No, ma'am, no. I no, can't no. come back from that. Um, anybody, PJ Ryan. I love PJ Ryan. I don't actually know what his first name is or, or whether PJ is his first name or if P stands for something and J is his middle initial. I'm hoping he'll tell us one day. <laughs> He's a sweet guy anyway. I love him. Um, anybody take, actually taking the time to think about where cards in your collection have come from on the journey they've taken? Putting together mm. sets, I've received cards from all parts of the US, Mexico, Canada, overseas from the UK, Asia, etc., all to end up in good old New Jersey. Wild ride for sure. Yeah. I really I think about that loads. <laughs> me too. Quite, quite often my cards. One time someone mailed me a card and it came from Chicago and it went... I, when, when I track stuff that's being mailed in the USPS system, it goes through one of several hubs to leave the US. If it ever goes to Chicago, I can say goodbye to two or three weeks of that journey because it takes yep. ages, just gets lost there. It's Sometimes, the worst. I think that's the one. Chicago, they punt it on any plane they can. So one time, a card that was coming to the UK went the other way and they went to Japan simply because it would be easier to send it that way around the globe than it would be to wait for a flight coming to the UK. Wow, so that's weird. It turned up on the tracking in Japan, and I started panicking, only for it about eight hours later to turn up at Heathrow because it was obviously on a transfer flight. Right. And it just really freaked me out anyway. My, 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 <laughs> my, my, my buttocks were squenching in and out. Uh, squenching, I just made up a new word there. But, you know, you get that. Anyway, yeah, I do. I'm doing this movement. I see it. Anyway, um, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I, I, it's fascinating. And and this is, you know, the whole point of Marvel card collectors worldwide, um, which which people don't seem to get. But um but yeah, there's that Darren in uh, New Zealand has he's been commenting. That's right. Fella. Um and yeah, Australia, Emily in Australia. Um yeah, it's interesting. We don't seem to have many uh members from Either Middle East or Africa. Well, I've um, had, I've had one from Africa, which was amazing. Oh, cool! Um, they had these really crazy cards from South America, which is amazing. And then I had a really great. I think I still have the bubble wrapping, like the the envelope. It oh, was cool. from Egypt. Oh wow! And it was wow. really cool. It was a really cool. I think that's one of my favorite ones I've ever got. It was from Egypt, and I can't remember the guy's name now. But yeah, luckily I've had those two experiences. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. Well, there is a member. I th- I don't think he's he's um, uh, native from that country. As I don't think he was born there. I think he's an American guy. But he he lives in I want to say Bahrain or somewhere around that. So Middle East. Oh, wow. And he's recently sold me some cards. And mailed them over. Um, he's the guy that I got the Clark Gregg auto from the Thor movie. Oh, uh, from and then I also then got those uh, wonderful Avengers um, comic cuts from recently that I think I showed you. I think you uh, did, yeah, yeah, because I spent a bit more time today sleeving things up, so they're now in these little top loaders. Where are they? Here we are. Yeah, I got those from him. Those three. Oh, cool. Yeah, the um, Thor and the Avengers. Uh, yeah, first Avengers movie, memorabilia cards. So, yeah, brilliant. So, yeah, they came from that that, that nice. side of the world. So, yeah, it's brilliant. I love it. I love the fact there's people all over the place who are into Marvel cards, and it is a global hobby. I mean, obviously, it's Americana. It's an American thing. It's an American product made in America. 
you know, shipped from anywhere. But um, I'm going to show you a little bit of mail I've got this week. I've got two more Please. of these awesome, um, which is the one you've already seen. I think it's that one. I've got two more of these brilliant um, Black Panther, King's Mantle costume cards. Oh. Got two more of those. The triples as well. I'm those are triples. so nice. Look at the texture on some of those bits of really... People don't take good pictures of those. It's just they're very hard to photograph. These don't take good pictures. I mean, look, if I hold it flat onto the camera. I mean, yeah, there's nothing, jacked, no dimension. But, no, it's, nothing. but when you hold it at the angle, you can see the purple on there. It's gorgeous. They're so rich in person. It's ridiculous. And this is the other thing about um, cards on EPAC. They just don't. I mean, that's leather. I can feel the. I can see it. It's beautiful. My daughter loves touching the fabric of these. Um, I think it's cool, man. And that one's got some patterning from, from the outfit. Wow, it's lovely. They're really nice. It's it's high quality material. You know whether you, whether you know the fact that you can't prove that it was worn by any particular actor on the newer on the newer sets is kind of neither here nor there for me. I think these are real. I don't think it really gems. matters. Um, I don't think it really matters at all. And then you know this other one, and one with Forrest Whitaker's. Look at that! Look at the so colour cool. of that piece of material. It's like kind of a, like a vibrant purple. I mean, you wore that in a gay club, you'd be well aware. <laughs> Um, I love those cards. It's man. great, they look but so they're really good. nice. I love them. I really love I them. I think they I, look great. I, I've, I've, you know, I'm, and and some of them are genuinely short print, but they don't say they are. They're not listed as SP, but you know, yeah. as Homecoming has found, there's a particular card on Homecoming, which is a single. Uh, it's the it's card number seven on the single relics. It's of someone's tie, and I know from my Bond collecting where the written house did number the tie the cards that came from Bond's tie. But those are, you know, because the tie's a smaller piece of material, obviously, yeah. so you're going to get fewer cards from it. Um, can I also show you some binder love I got? Please. From a UK seller, I got a Woman of Marvel binder. So I finally got the official Woman of Marvel binder. Lucky. 2008. Um, and so my Woman of Marvel set is now in there. Uh, and I also then this week from a different seller in the UK, but weirdly they both popped up in the same week. Dangerous Divas. How the hell did you do that? And look, black cats on the spine. Hello, <laughs> ah, Felicia. Um, That's so cool. yeah, but that one I've got Dangerous Divas sets one and two, and it's a bit bulgy. So I do need to get. I'm not keen on the kind of steampunk styling of the Dangerous Divas two kind of stuff, but I'm right. going to have to get. The, I'm going to have to get the binder from Women of Marvel two, and Dangerous Divas two because I don't want to overfill those. Anyway, uh, what else did I get this week? I hear you cry. Um, I should have like should have gotten that MCC one. The 98. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Amanda's got it, so hit her up. Oh, no, no. no. I know she's happy with that. <laughs> no, that's the main thing. That's the main thing. Uh, <laughs> right, let's do this pack. I've got no idea who our intro artist is, so it'll be a surprise for everyone. A surprise. Including us. Um, let me share my screen. Sharing is good. trying to figure out. Did I get anything? I'm almost done with Marvel Legends. Oh, wow. Marvel Legends. Now, you're talking about the promos here that we talked about. On yeah, from GameStop. Last week's episode, I think. Yes. Yeah, so I'm almost done there. I'm only missing... Are you doing the hollows as well? I mean, the foil versions, sorry. So I have wave one through three base done. Right. Oh, that's good. That's good, Gary. That's pretty good. Wave four, I'm only missing three cards, okay. possibly, mm -hmm. uh, for base. And then for hollow, wave two and wave three are done. Oh, wow. That is good going. Wow, you've been... I'm beaten. only missing one hollow from wave one, which is okay. Storm. 
Oh, well, someone will have that. Someone listening yeah. to this will, will hook you up, I'm sure. Yeah, and that's it. And then wave four, I'm only missing four hollows. Wow. Okay. Pretty good, yeah, that right? Is, that is good going because wave four didn't seem to have as big a release from what I've been seeing on the group. I've had like tons of good help. I've had help from Abraham, Richard, Kevin TC, Delta Comics, Michael, wow. Clinton, Michael wow. Spina, Gilbert, uh, cool. our boy, uh, Brian, Russ. Good. Who else? There was somebody else too, but yeah, man, people have really come close. A lot of people are oh, collecting wow. this little thing. Yeah, actually. well, they are. That's the one thing I've seen. Oh, I haven't shown you my new Black Diamond stuff I've got in. I haven't shown you my Black Diamond. Hey, -o. I had my first base cards arrive from oh, Black damn, Diamond. really? Which I've never had any base cards. So I showed you the exquisite, didn't I? Did I? Yes. Yes. I had, I, mean, I, had this, I had this green of 23 William Ooh. Hurt. Land. That's cool. Um, look how beautiful that green foil is. That is really nice. Isn't that nice? Um, but you can see how thick the exquisite are. I love it. So they're thick. That's the base compared wow. to... The That's base crazy. About I didn't know the, the difference. Yeah, the base. I, I thought the base was, was thick as the exquisite, but they're not. Um, and they've got a, an interesting foil effect on the background of the character. Um, so if you look at oh, the card, yeah. do you see what I mean? So it yeah, is the yeah. photo background, but they foiled it, and there is a very slight relief to the character. On the Damn. Background. Very slight relief. Um, yeah, they're nice cards, but they don't they show. They put a lot of work into yeah, that. Yeah, but Black Diamond Base don't show at all well on scans or photos. Yeah, I've never noticed. They're I, one of those things that you need to have in hand. I didn't I didn't notice the um, the difference there. I had no idea. Yeah, so, yeah, that's uh, obviously Martin Freeman. As Love it. Everett K. Ross. I'm wondering if that's supposed to be a relation to General Ross. I, I need to rewatch those movies and find out. I'm sure it probably is. Oh, that'd be uh, interesting. Supposed to be a relation to him. But um, I've got my Gamora. I love that Gamora. Let's take that out. There you go. So you can you can see it more there. You can see that very, very, very slightly raised. Very slightly raised. Super high. Um, and it's a different texture as well. So the gloss on the character is a different texture to the rest of it. It's just lovely. Um, and then the last one I got um, from our friend who was on the podcast recently, David De La Rosa. We De La did a Rosa. trade. He had this physically in hand, which he mailed to me, and he got some EPAC stuff from me. Korg. Korg. I love it. It's nice. Look at the, Just look at the, the relief on the bottom of the foiling. I wonder if we'll see that love and thunder. <laughs> Yeah, he's in Love and Thunder, that character. I think they've pretty much already said that. So I wonder if we'll see yeah. that trailer after oh, yeah. Multiverse. Oh, my good grief. How, if people are jonesing for that trailer, aren't they? They really are jonesing for that really Love and Thunder trailer. And it's it's surprising it's not dropped yet, given when the movie... I, I showed you the Razorcrest prop relic I got, right? Show me again for the benefit of everyone listening, because I can't remember. Oh, oh blow, yeah. Take your blow off. Take your blow off. You got so, blow yeah, off. I got the... This is why we need to start doing these visually. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Um, let me take this off. Hang on a minute, folks. We're taking there the blue off. Okay, so yeah, I mean, oh, that's nice. Oh, that's beautiful. Right, you got to send me a picture of that for the tasting notes. I know yeah, it's got well, marble, so this this one's nice. I had the <laughs> out of twenty five. Oh, that's nice. But I got the out of ten. 
That's beautiful. Just I recently. love that. What I like about the um, show me so the what they did with these. Say again. Show me the thickness of it, because that kind oh, of card. Massive. Oh my goodness, mate! That's huge. It's a beast. Well, the, what's nice about the tens is that they put like so they're all uh, screen use Razor Crest material, right. which is why I went for it. Yeah. And I have the out of twenty five. Mm-hmm. Um, which just has like a silvery kind of tone to it. Oh, and the nice. other one's gold. Oh, that's so interesting. See the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a 15 and a 25 and a 10 that have Mando featured on it. And the 10s are really cool because they reserved the the swashes that have the most like weird details to it. So in this one, it has like these weird like dents in it. Oh, okay. That all the other ones don't. So it's kind of cool to have, you know. Yeah. Somewhat yeah, different slosh, but That's anyway, nice. I just thought it was cool, man. The the they did it for the Millennium Falcon at oh, one wow. point, and uh, yeah, you can't find those anymore. So I was like, well, I'll just grab this then, and wow. it, was, it was cheap, so I lucked out. Cool. Um, what else? I'm trying to see if I got anything else that was of interest. Well, it's, it's, it looks to me like we're both picking up some good stuff that that's like yeah, definitely having a little little bit of a what's the word? You know, I'm right. going to choice cuts. Choice cuts is the word I'm going to go with. Um, sounds like an advert for dog food. Choice cuts in gravy. Um, do those cards give you uh, a glossy coat, Noren? They do. They give me a glossy coat. <laughs> a very glossy coat. I've always admired your glossy coat. Right, oh. we're going to open a pack. Open this pack, oh boy! Because I'm sure listeners are, are on the edge of their. You're doing ages. Oh shoot! I'm doing ages because quite simply, I'm, I've spent it's way too ages. much on homecoming. <laughs> it has been ages, and I also get more cards in a pack on, on, on ages, mm. although most of them are digital. Uh, although sometimes I see the artwork choice on some of the cards, and I'm just like, why? Right. I, know, I don't like some of them. You know. Let's go. So Marvel Ages, one pack of on EPAC, and for everyone listening at home, enjoy. Uh, so we have a digital uh, Cecilia Reyes, whoever that mm. character is. No idea who that character is. It's, it's quite an underwhelming card. Uh, X-Man, digital. Um, Molly Hayes, uh, digital. Is that Power Pack? What's a Power Pack? Power Pack. No, Runaways. There we go. Runaways. There we go. Have you not oh. heard of Power Pack? I have now. I didn't Power realize in context. Really. I thought you were talking yeah, about yeah. an insert. Yeah, no, 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 no. There we go. Uh, oh, there's a uh, that's that's physical, so that's totally toys gambit. That's cool. Um, which is always oh my goodness. Oh, there's a hit coming. There's a hit coming. That's you ready? Fun. We might have the noise as well. No, why is it not in the noise? Anyway, we have a hit. We have a hit. A, hit. a palpable hit. We wow. have a comic cut. Journey into mystery. Oh, is that okay, the other side of that? It's Thor. Uh, Thor. Yeah, not in costume. That's like actually that. pretty it's nice. Numbered, but it's too small on my screen to see what it's numbered as. Let me do a little, a quick screen grab of that for the, um, for the tasty yeah. notes. Hang on a sec. I just wait till it's properly flashing. There we go. There we are. Right. Oh, look at that. Isn't that cool? That's cool. Isn't that cool? Just let me just quickly save us that. Wow. Is, 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 That's is, cool. Is the, yeah. Oh. Where did you hit something? Mate, well, how often have we hit? I mean, once we did it on a Doctor Strange pack. Didn't I get a relic or something? A costume relic? You got something cool, actually. Yeah, we've yeah. Had, you know what? We've had actually pretty good luck, haven't we? We have. I mean, yeah, relative to how many times we've done relative it. Relative to how many times we've uh, Right, it, there yeah. we go. So that's well, that's that's, that's sorted. Uh, we've got a dirdo. It carries on flashing over there. I never open I never open packs on a browser window. I always do it on my phone. 
Oh. So this hole with them laying out to the side as I'm opening it and still it's flashing nice. away, uh, that's going to give me a fit if it carries on doing that. Anyway, uh, this is a physical card. It's Daredevil. Um, that's cool. That is, that is, see, that's what I mean. This is what I, I find really um, troubling about the set is that you have choices of artwork like this and then you have choices of artwork like this. It just doesn't, doesn't, doesn't match up. Uh, that's a sticker parallel from the first uh, 100 cards. I'm not sure who the character is. That's a Ness. Whoever that cool. is. Um, that's um, Cypher. Cypher. So that could be a foil. I don't know. It's not flashing. They don't... Uh, Wolverine. Oh, nice. Oh, and I think nice. that might be a physical as well. So, yeah, a that's a high series. Yeah. And there's another Totally Toys. So how many cards are we in? Hang on a sec. We've got 12 to open. We are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 9, 10. Nine. This is the 10th. Why so you got two totally toys, toys, one gambit, one Wolverine. Those are yeah, good. Yeah, two picks. totally toys. Is I don't think I usually see that in a pack. We've got, this is digital now, Alex Wilder and Ms. Marvel, digital. That is a pack. I mean, look at it. That's, That's a, good, a pack. good pack. That's a good pack. And Happy the, good pack. The, the problem with this is that, of course, you get you get a good pack and think, oh, I'll go and buy another one. That's the problem with e-pack, is that you think that to yourself. You think, oh, I'll go and buy another one. So, oh yeah, you yeah. can't do that. You can't do that. You just got to walk away. You get trapped in walk the away. cycle forever. Yes, but there you go. Hey, but it didn't make the noise for the audio, so we'll have to. Uh, I'll put in some dramatic music <laughs> that I would have liked to have heard when we pulled it. that. So, what the red glow sound effect should be. Um, I love it. Which is which is great. Brilliant. Well, this has been fun. It started, I started so off feeling cool. a bit grumpy, but now I'm feeling much happier about life. That's what cards can do for you. Um, and, and, and that is, that is uh, see, he's walked away from the microphone just I'm about to circle us into I'm that. here. I'm here. And, and that's the beauty of what cards can do for you when you are collecting cards. And hanging out with friends and, and relax. What am I supposed to say? Something. Enjoy yeah. collecting, everybody. Uh, <laughs> one day, one day, one day we'll get it. Thanks for listening to the Marvel Card Collectors podcast. Visuals and tasting notes for each episode can be found on our Facebook page. You can subscribe and leave us a voicemail via our home on Anchor.fm forward slash MCCP. We're also on iTunes, Spotify, and all major podcast platforms. Please take a second to subscribe, like, and review our show wherever you get your podcasts. Our podcast can be found by Googling at the MCC pod, which will also find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Our Facebook community is at MCCW, Marvel Card Collectors Worldwide, and MMC, Marvel Masterpieces Collectors. The great music we use is called Rocket Power by Kevin McLeod. Thanks to the collectors, artists, and creators who support the Marvel Cards Band Collective. We'll see you next time. And remember, it's a small hobby, but a fun one. Make mine marvel and enjoy collecting.
I mean, she's enjoying collecting. 